listening to City Church Long Beach Sermons Podcast. You can visit us at citychurchlongbeach.org. Oh, super fun to be here today with all you good people. Oh, man, so fun. So, um, Brenna Rubio was actually supposed to be here today, but Brenna Rubio caught a cold. And in our new modern culture, you go nowhere with the cold, right? You don't like go outside. You don't think about going outside. She has a clear PCR test. It's negative, but you don't even think about going out with a cold. So she is home um, and she sends her kind regards to you. So if there's anything intelligent I say today, that's because Brenna Rubio is a very good researcher. And she's also shared her wisdom with me. Um, but uh, she sends her kind regards to you. Yes, her children are clapping. They know that her dear mother is very smart. So, um, but we want to start for a moment with, uh, we usually spend a little bit of time with our kiddos. Um, and we've got a little activity for our kids. So um, kids, why don't, we've got some good space up here. Uh, if you would like to participate, we've got some questions uh, for the kids around um, what you want or don't want, okay? So if I could have some of the kids up front and kind of in this space here, that would be awesome. There you go. A couple of kids. Come on up. Wow. They're just crowding up. I mean, it's just amazing. Okay. I see one kid. Really. <laughs> All right, you want me to come? All right, I'm going to come down with you. Untangle my microphone. Just, just here in the hot. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, over here, around here, in the middle. Here with me, with, with me, with me, over here. All right. We're going to do a stand up, sit down. Over here. You want to come over here and do a little stand up, sit down? Okay, we're going to do a, uh, this is awful, yeah, all right, but it's you and me. We're going to do a stand-up sit-down, and we're going to ask some questions, and other kids, if you want to think about this, you can, but would you rather eat oh, um, chocolate or broccoli? So if, you, if you'd rather eat chocolate, sit down, or broccoli, stand up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 I mean, broccoli is amazing, right? Yeah. 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 yeah it's amazing. Yeah. Good you. Okay. Um, if you'd rather go to school, sit down. If you'd rather go to the beach, stand up. Yeah. Yeah. School's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love Yeah. Yeah. School's amazing. Your dad is a professor. And you have lots of words. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Okay, great. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, so all right, now we're gonna go to some harder questions. So would you rather if you'd rather play on the playground, sit down. If you'd rather play a video game, stand up. I think I'd rather play <laughs> Okay, all right, so we have, we have some playground kids here. Okay, um, if you'd rather have an extra hour of sleep, sit down. If you'd rather have an extra hour of TV, stand up. Okay, okay, all right. All right, we're getting a feel for it here. All right, 
And now, if you'd rather go to the beach, sit down. If you'd rather get a new toy, stand up. Okay, okay. All right, so we're starting. All right, what do we, right, what, yeah. We're trying to sort this through. All right, are other people doing the math here? Okay, now, this one is gonna be impossible because all these people are watching us, but let's just, let's, you and me, let's just think, it, watch me, Theo, just eye to eyes, you and me, okay? Would you rather have $20 to spend on anything you want, or would you rather have $20 to give to a friend to spend on anything they want? Uh, if you want $20 for yourself, sit down, $20 for a friend, stand up. You guys are awesome. Okay, that is fantastic. Uh, if I could invite Charmaine to come on up to pray for our kids, all of our kids, and then kids, there are uh, some folks back here going to hang out with you guys and do some games and some crafts and stuff like that. Charmaine, you want to pray? Yeah, let's pray for our kids. Uh, dear God, thanks for our kids. Thanks that they bring us so much joy. And as they go to Kitsman, may they continue to learn about your love and your goodness and continue to protect them as they go to school and may they shine a light for you in Kitsman. Amen. Thanks so much. So kids, you don't have to go, but if you would like to, you can go this way. Hey, Diani. Diani. She's, she's totally listening to me. You want to wave your hand there? The nice people are there. You can go and hang out with them and read books and do crafts and stuff like that if you would like. All right. Round. And now we're going to have some scripture reading. We're going to look at this passage. We're, we are in a sermon series where we are looking at the blend between happiness science, or some people call it uh, positive psychology and ancient wisdom and the blend of the two and today we're particularly looking at money and stuff and this idea of wanting and how that connects with our happiness our well-being uh, and the integration of our lives so uh amanda kenny and will kenny are going to read scripture for us today so if you guys want to come on up that'd be great yeah, welcome them up. Oh, Will Kenny, I love that guy. I mean, I like Amanda too, but <laughs> <laughs> this guy is something special. Oh, okay. All right, there you go. There it is. Do not store for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. People of God, this is the word of God. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. 
So that first verse, uh, Jesus is talking, there's a big crowd of people around, uh, and it's a crowd not unlike this crowd, right? There are people uh, from the surrounding towns, they're locals, there are some people from some of the surrounding uh, nations, which is different ethnic groups that are gathered around. There are people with different religious backgrounds, some different perspectives, religious perspectives. And they've gathered to hear this teacher because they, they realize he has something to say. And he seems to cut through a lot of the religious religion. It really gets to things that matter. And so they've been super curious. So they've gathered and, and are listening to Jesus. And he starts off with this line, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Because stuff breaks. It rusts. It does not last. There's this term that has come up, and you'll see it in some of some of the happiness science. Uh, we Brenda Rubio talked last week about Lori Santos, who's uh, for a while there was the number one podcast in America, but it's always within the top ten. Uh, and she's a professor at Yale University. And she teaches on happiness science. And this, this term is called miswanting. That in our, in our hearts, we, we miswant. We start storing up for ourselves things that we think are going to make us happy. More toys more stuff, more chocolate, right? Or more broccoli even, <laughs> right? I mean, it actually does not matter whether, whether we store up the beach or the school, the broccoli or the chocolate, right? I mean, we go for stuff that we think is going to make us happy, but so often it doesn't. How often do I have this conversation with you? That you've stored up for yourself stuff that doesn't make you happy. How often do you have this conversation with me? That I have stored up for myself things that have not made me happy. Now theoretically, I'm supposed to have it with you because I'm in the past, I'm like, no. <laughs> right? But let's be honest. You've had it a few times with me as well, haven't you? And Jesus is speaking to us. He says, that, let's not play this game. Let's get off this treadmill. There's a, there's a better way to live. And so I want us to, to look at a chart that comes from the, from the world of positive psychology, from from happiness science, right? That 
the way that we think about these things is we think, so if, if happiness is here and stuff is here, the way that we're, we're taught out here, you guys can't really see this very well, can you? I don't know, can, can you see this? But the way we think of it is that the more stuff you get, the happier you are. It's science. It's science. <laughs> that is science. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's just science, right? Just more stuff. And I mean, can you just... So the problem is people actually have done studies. It's very unnerving when they study this because that's not what it shows. I want it to show that. I want more chocolate to produce that effect. But you all know what more chocolate produces, don't you? How many people have attempted the more chocolate approach? Right? It's very similar to the more alcohol approach, right? <laughs> and to the more anything approach, right? You, you have tried this. I know you, I know me. This is what we have done. And science, it, it knows us. It knows this is not what the graph looks like. The graph looks just like what you would expect. It looks like that. That at some point, the more you get, the less happy you are. And yes, there are some, there's, there's a section in here where you, you actually do need some stuff. You do need to be able to pay the rent. Right? To, to have some health care. And and there, there's a sort of a, a section in here where there's some luxuries that are nice. To be able to go out to a nice dinner on your birthday. But, but notice that the increase in happiness there is not that great. It's not nearly as great as that section there when you finally get a reliable mode of transportation, right? One of the things that, that we think about, we, we try to think about is as a church, we're not just individuals and we're not just gonna sit here and try to teach like, okay, how do we individually each try to be happy? Not that it's bad for us to think about that, and we are going to specifically think about that. And we're going to think about it each week in the series because it's, it's appropriate. We're also going to think collectively. What does it look like to be the people of God? What does it look like to live in a community, including a global community, and realize that there are a lot of folks who are struggling really in, in this section over here, realizing that there's some of us in this section over here, and that's called injustice. 
And this is called poverty. And there's a calling on our lives to be united together. And it actually would increase our happiness over here and our happiness over here if we figured out how to be more united, to be a collective people and not so individual. And, and we're gonna have to think about that. What, what does justice look like in terms of happiness science? And not just, how do I get mine? And that's not totally the purpose of, of today, but I, I just don't think you can look at this and not think about that. And not wrestle with the fact that Jesus is always talking about these things. Saying that everybody matters and collective happiness matters. And that's why last week in our introductory sermon, we talked about climate change just briefly. You know, and, and Ruthie Heist shared her story about protesting for climate change because collective happiness matters. Whoa. So I want us to, to press into this, this passage. The, the next verse, Jesus, he moves in and he says this. He says, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. And now this is, this is slightly awkward. I mean, churches get a little weird here. This whole idea, of, well, don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth, store them up in heaven. Um, this, this kind of otherworldly idea, oh, just send them on ahead. Um, and, and pastors, I'm going to get really awkward here for a minute, which is for those of you who've been around City Church, you're kind of used to it for the rest of you, maybe not. Um, so this is what pastors like to do at this moment. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's take a special offering. Uh, so just put your wallets in here. Um, for the pastor's fund, you know, because you, you don't want you don't want your money anyway. So just we'll just take I'll just take this for you, you know. It's just weird, right? I mean, but there's this idea that um, you know, church is like, well, I'll just take your money for it. You know, because you shouldn't want your money. Right? Awkward and weird. That's strange. I actually don't think that's what's going on here with Jesus. For Jesus, heaven is not some far off place. Jesus is not simply the afterlife. Ship it to some place that you'll get after you die. As you read about heaven and 
in, in the language of Jesus, heaven is, is here now. Heaven is, is, is present. It's the spiritual reality that's, that's right, right behind us, everything. And the, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And it's, it's the things that matter. It's love breaking through. It's relationships that last for eternity. And eternity is breaking in. Eternity is not something that starts after you die. Eternity has always been going on, is going on now, and will continue to go on. And so if eternity is always going on, then then connecting with heaven is simply having your eyes aware now to heaven being present now. Does that make sense? And so investing in heaven is investing in the things that matter. It's not just like, I'm just going to go and save some soul for after death. No, I'm going to care about human beings. I'm going to care about all of creation. I'm going to love them. What if we invested even our, our money, our time, our love in, in those sorts of things? And what if we were truly present even now to those sorts of things? That would that would perhaps increase our happiness, right? We, we would actually go up the scale, or even if we we're over here, we might come back up the scale. And so the word, instead of miswanting, I think our word for today is savoring. And so those would be the two words to really think about. Miswanting or savoring. Jesus goes on in this passage, and this is the, the last one that this is the one that, that Amanda read there at the end. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. As you invest. And things that really matter, your heart will be there. You will be present. Like, for example, our church invests in this school. Like, the teacher lounge has a couple of refrigerators that you bought. Right? There's a video projector in the auditorium that you bought. We volunteer here and tutor kids and all kinds of stuff. Like we work with parents and families here who struggle with food insecurity. Like this school actually matters to us. Like we wanted to come back here and worship on Sundays because this is where our heart is. And we're glad to be here. We're excited to be here. They love us. We love them. It's like it's us. This is home. It feels right. Like this is, I don't know, just 
This is where our treasure is. We put money here. Over the years, we've invested a lot of money. We plan on investing a lot more money. We feel great about that. And there's a lot of love here. You know, it, it, it's just where our heart is, and there's this sense of presence. Like, hey, we're just sort of here. It's great. Where, where's your heart? And you, can you feel the happiness? Can you feel the love? What are, what are the things that matter to you? There's a story, and it comes up in each of the Gospels. And I'm going to close with this. And then we're going to hear a story from a friend of ours. There's this woman who, towards the end of Jesus' life, she comes to where Jesus is. She has this jar of really expensive perfume. And so at the very end of Jesus' life, he's, it's like the week before he's going to die. And she breaks open the perfume. She, she puts it on his feet. And the perfume just, just fills the whole house with the scripture says. And some of the, his followers are like, what? What's this about? We could have used that money. And we, we could have we could, we could have taken that money and used it for the poor or something. And Jesus was all about the poor. I mean, you, you never have to worry about Jesus caring for you, right? I mean, how many times does he? But in this moment, he says, hey, it's a beautiful moment. She's preparing me for my burial. I'm, I'm about to die. Can you sit, can you sit here and be present to the beauty of this act? The smell of this perfume, like you're missing the moment. You're trying to stockpile the future. And this is a moment just to be present and to enjoy. Really good. So many times we miss this. Stockpile. We're mismanaging instead of saving. Well, I'd like to invite Mike Corey, our fearless setup guy, local expert on occasion. <laughs> uh, I think we have a mic for you. Oh, I, I have some questions I'm supposed to ask you. Um, how long have you been around City Church? Why are you here? Let me look up those questions I'm supposed to ask you. <laughs> I've been here two to three years, or two years, maybe three years, I don't know. But um, we started coming here a few years ago just when uh, we were we moved back down to Orange County from being up in LA and looking for a church. And, and you guys decided to stick around. 
There you are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, got the question. Brenda Rubio said that to me first. Um, so you were assigned to practice last week. Oh, that's what we're doing. Video camera's right here. So um, describe the practice that, uh, that you've been doing this week. Yeah, to be all holy. Yeah, okay. So this week I was asked to take time to basically savor the good moments. So to uh, reflect on what I'm grateful for, what makes me happy, and to write it down and spend some time with it. So, and uh, how did it go for you? How did you remember you could do it? I mean, were you good at it? Well, to, to remember was. Uh, I didn't remember for some of the week, but um, I was asked on Sunday and then Tuesday evening, I went to therapy and I had not mentioned this practice and uh, I've been going for a few years and it's come up maybe once or twice, but he was like, hey, like, have you thought about, you know, taking time to reflect on things that make you happy, maybe write them down? Oh, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And then I had not talked to Michelle yet, but then Wednesday night, uh, I, I hadn't told her about this. She, she was like, yeah, today was just a rough day. So I said just to take some time to stop and write some things down. <laughs> and she didn't know about this at all. So I was like, oh man, this is rough. So, so at that point I took a hint, So tried it out. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna go off script here. Like, I know you and God have like- Tumultuous. Yeah, okay, all right. So like, how is, I mean, was this an encouragement or like, like, how do you read that? Yeah, no, it was absolutely an encouragement. I think at, at that point, and Thursday, I finally took a hint and decided to do this on the way to work. And I spent, you know, I have about an hour commute, so I spent that time doing this. And I just felt, I felt a, a sense that that night I needed to just go home after, like, when I'm supposed to leave work, not stay late, I had a lot to do. I was planning on staying late and just have this sense of like, I mean, after reflecting on what makes me happy, where do I want to put my time? So I think that that shifted that evening, whether I was going to stay at work or go home. And so I went, enjoy the evening. So. And, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I assume that it probably includes changing a diaper and maybe making dinner and putting kids to bed. I mean, I, yep. I'm guessing it's pretty, pretty simple. You know me well. Yeah, that's okay. about it. Okay. Yeah, I uh, did it. it was nice. Hydroponics in the backyard. No. Okay. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. Because I, I, I know Saturdays Sunday, and Sundays. Sunday, so. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's not weed, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> There's no judgment here. There might be some. I see you. Um, okay. Any especially awkward or encouraging moments? That's her question, not mine. Nice, good job, man. I, I mean, I think the encouraging part was just having a shift in perspective for what, what that day helped them. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and just finally, so now as you look back, I mean, I'm not asking you to like, I oh, know, everything's better, and da, 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 I'm going to do this the rest of my life. But, you know, I mean, what's your sense? I mean, connections with God, with people, like you, you sense some like, yeah, there might be some helpful tweaking for like, I, I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not asking, we're not quick fix people, but 
reflect with us? Like, what's this language? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I would be a bit. Uh, it, I, I, I got three people this week told me to try this. So I, I, I you know, to take a hint. Like, I guess my, you know, especially when my therapist is saying to try it, it's probably a, a worthwhile practice. So, um, but yeah, I did find, I mean, I found purpose in it. it. It gave me, I tend to be very forward looking and like looking to what's next and how can I move towards this next thing. And so I think pausing and enjoying what we look like we have as a family and what we have as like a community and all of that has been really meaningful for me. So it's something I have I hope to remember for more. So okay. thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah, and just a reminder that uh, you know, we all get to be on the spiritual journey wherever we are, right? Uh, and like I appreciate you labeling your uh, relationship with God as tumultuous. Um, and you know, each one of us is in different places, and that's okay. We each get to take a step with where we are. How can you not? read through the stories of Jesus and realize how gracious is God, how non-judgmental he is, how welcoming of every human being, wherever we are. Wherever we are. How patient and kind. And that there is, there is joy on the journey. For each of us. And there's justice too. So thanks, friends. Thanks for being on this journey with us. Our friend Lewis Daxton is going to pray for us. Mm -hmm.